Hello? What? Why okay. Okay. <laughs> 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 what was that? It, it didn't look like it was working. Whispering yet, sensually into the microphone? It's the... Ow, fucking God. Jesus. <laughs> what? What, what is happening? This is the second ASMR edition of it not, There was never a first. <laughs> I just smack my knee into the desk and I yell into the microphone. That's that's ASMR? ASMR. Asthma. Asthma. I got the asthma. Where's my inhaler? This is what people want. Tickling their ears. Ew. It's the asthma. Ew. Why do you... Tickling ears? Yeah. Yeah, tickling their ears because there's like little hairs i think in people's ears and so it tickles and if you know how when people like hear something it kind of makes like the hairs stand up on the back of their neck it's like that but for your ears so it makes the hair stick up in your ear canal welcome to dual senses a playstation podcast where we give you our two cents on everything playstation my name is alex wolf and i'm steven morrow and we just opened up in probably the eeriest way we'll do for a while. Did you say eeriest? I did. That eeriest? was not a pun. That was, that was totally a pun. A pun. You that was on that. purpose. No, you I didn't. Meant that. No, I didn't. You I, meant that. I, I didn't. Nope. Miles Morales is a little punster. A little pun punk. <laughs> <I don't... laughs> what the fuck? What's wrong with you? <laughs> I'm all hyped up. I just had some Lucky Charms hot cocoa. And. <laughs> <laughs> Hyped up on some Lucky Charms cocoa. Listen, you have no idea. It's it's the same thing as regular hot cocoa, but the marshmallows are Lucky Charms. That's phenomenal. <laughs> what? This is the kind of shit that could save the world. It, not really. It saved Tell you what, you know what would save the world? Less stress, Steven. And you know what I found out probably solves a majority of stressful problems for, I feel like, a good 70% of the human race. Uh... Penn Station. Hear me out. Hear me out. No. I, I was hoping that this was going to be something wild. And no, you're, you're listen, coming out here with Penn listen, Station. Here, here's, here's the thing. Listen to this. So, I mean, again, people get stressed, but they don't get stressed about the big stuff. That's all expected to happen. Bills. It sounds like an Things, this, that, and the other. That happens regularly. We are it's not the sponsored. small stuff. It's the small stuff that challenges people, right? Like when you're hungry, right? So, let's think about this. Are you hungry? Here's, no. Here's a Penn Station chicken sandwich. <laughs> I, don't, I don't want a chicken sandwich. Haven't pooped in a while? Here's a Penn Station chicken sandwich. Okay, all right. I, I, Pooping too much. Here's two Penn Station chicken sandwiches. You, you're really hungry, and you're looking for a nice way to... No, 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 no. Hold on. You're looking for a way to poop on the boss's dime at work. Here's two Penn Station chicken sandwiches, a chocolate chunk cookie, and a <laughs> lemonade. You will be in that bathroom forever. You'll feel refreshed afterwards. You get paid while you do it. Because you know damn well it's going to go over your lunch break time. This is entirely dependent on on poop. This is... This is it's poop. not entirely dependent on the poop situation. Those are just the no, quickest ones no. what that sensation affects. What too. you're saying is... As a man that does not like pooping, period. You, you were saying, do you need to poop? Are you pooping too much? Do you want to poop while being paid? But Penn Station is the root of it all. It solves all those problems. It sounds like poop is the root of it all. It's not, though, because the thing is, if you can't do those things, it's not the poop that's stressing you out. It's the lack of not being able to do it, or the it's not the actual poop itself. I don't know. Penn Station makes me stressed. Why? I always get, like, grease all over my face. All right, hold on. Stop. That's anything with grease, period. Not yeah. just Not just a Penn Station thing for you. 
Yeah, but like specifically Penn Station, I always get grease all over my face, and whenever I get a sandwich, it's like at first it's always too hot. Like it's it's good, and I can eat it, but it makes my nose leak, and so <laughs> the snot mixes with the grease, what? What? and it turns into it's like the ultimate. Anti skin ointment. What are you doing with this sandwich? <laughs> you put it in your mouth and you bite it. I wonder what it means all over your face. This is, Penn Station stresses me out. So add that on top of immediately having to shit afterwards. I, I just feel and like. Like, just imagine me with grease and snot. <laughs> and I'm just shitting. And I'm just shitting the entire time. I just feel like that's a Stephen Thomas Morrow problem, not. And everyone that eats Penn Station problem. Oh my god! Like Wait. I feel like that is that is you with any hot greasy food, not just Penn Station. I I love the idea of people listening to this and having no idea who I am and just I wish I could see the image that they have for me <laughs> in their mind. <laughs> oh no! I just I don't. This is a great episode of the PlayStation are Podcast. For a fucking ride. <laughs> Did oh. we say PlayStation? We meant Penn Station Podcast. Uh, you know what? I'm in. All right. I'd do it. I'd only talk about one sandwich and one sandwich only, and it's the only one that matters. You mentioned chicken. The chicken Terry. See, I like the Philly cheesesteak. See, Rachel likes that one, too. I can't get behind Philly cheesesteak. I like it without the banana peppers. Do you like the pizza sauce on there? Hell no. Okay, no. good. Neither, neither does she, but I don't understand who the hell thought pizza sauce and a Philly cheesesteak made no, sense. No, it doesn't. It doesn't. Yeah, it's they're, weird. They're fucking wrong. The mayonnaise, I can understand. Not a fan of mayonnaise, but I get it. I say super light mayonnaise. Fair. Because I just like extra <laughs> moisture <laughs> in this greasy-ass, soggy sandwich that ends up on my face. Oh, so let no. me. So this this goes back to that sounds like a Stephen Morrow problem. Just not. a slimy ass sandwich is what this is. It's like just it just slime. sounds like you're finding every it's way to make and it. Onions and mushrooms and good God Almighty. Uh, just grease. I just. Mm. Mm mm mm. Stephen. 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 What have you been playing lately, Alex? I've been playing a lot, man. Not gonna lie. So I've been on vacation this entire week. Yeah, you lucky bastard. So. This entire week, luckily, has been devoted to a lot of just gaming because I can't do much. I can't really go a lot of places just due to COVID and everything. So it's like, all right. So I just stayed home and I played the PlayStation 5, which led to not one, not two, but three Platinums, Steven, in a week. Jesus fucking Christ. That is a culmination of Bug Snacks, Astro's Playroom. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. You did not platinum bugs. I did not. I did not play that game. That was Rachel's. Doing. You got to give credit where credit. Oh is no! Good. I'll give her the credit. She played it. I right. watched. Okay. But okay. I want at the same time everyone recognize like the intention was no matter what that game is gonna be platinumed. Like I would have done okay. it if she didn't want to. Okay. So, three platinums, bug snacks. Yeah. Sackboy. Not Sackboy. Sackboy's on the way. Astro's Playroom. Okay. And Spider Man Miles Morales. Okay. Which is your favorite out of those three that I've done? Yeah. Spider Man. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I think Spider-Man, well, I had the, the lengthiest trophy list out of all of them, and I got, on my New Game Plus playthrough, I definitely got burnt out. I was like, ugh, like halfway through, so, and warning, you can't skip all the cutscenes. 
Oh. Some of them are skippable, some of them are not, because some of them lead right into gameplay. Okay. And unfortunately, those are the lengthier cutscenes. So the quick ones that are inconsequential, you can skip. So I was like, God, this, I don't, I just saw this like five minutes ago. I just, let's go. Come on. So doing that, um, I'm honestly thinking about, because I have codes, or received codes for both Spider-Man and Sackboy on the PS4, in my spare time, I may go back and go and get those on the PS4. Not going to lie. I'm, I'm debating it, depending on my time. Okay. And what else I have to play, that could happen. Especially well, with like how quickly Spider-Man came about. You mentioned that... Uh, so you also got a code for Demon Souls. Mm-hmm. And you mentioned that you wanted to get through Sackboy first and then try Demon Souls. Mm-hmm. I think that's going to take up a lot of your time. That is true. If you don't give up on it. I think I'll get through Demon Souls. I've got a, a Demon. So the Souls Born community is a very supportive community. Mm-hmm. If you say like I'm dabbling in this for the first time, you immediately have people knocking you to like, hey, I'll help out. What do you need? Like I'm ready for it. So I think I've only really told three people that I was going for Demon Souls. Regardless if I got the code or not, I figured I'm probably gonna pick this up. Just try it out. Yeah. I figured there's every time to start. I'll do it now. I always told myself I'd do Bloodborne, but didn't. New console, new generation what's there to play see i just know i know the way that you are though where immediately if you're not enjoying yourself you're gonna be like you know what no yeah that's true i am very much a person if i don't enjoy myself i'm gonna tell you to go fuck i just wonder if demon souls is gonna be something that you end up enjoying so the aesthetic of all of these games i've always had fun watching people play these games Mm -hmm. i've always enjoyed it my reasoning for never trying a souls game before is the premise of a game being so hard like just to be hard that didn't compute in my mind. I was like, why the fuck would I want to do this? Like, I play games to relax and enjoy myself and have a good time. Not to get pissed off because I'm super stressed out because I can't beat this one little minion here. But the games, again, there's plenty of support out there. And everyone has convinced me that it's not about losing a bunch of times. It's that release you get when you finally accomplish that thing. Like, oh my god, yes. And you feel satisfied and validated, and you feel like, man, I am a good gamer. I know how to play video games. That's awesome. So that feeling, I'm like, let's see what it's about. So I'm, I want to give it an honest try. So right. I will try my best. I'll give it, you know. I think another reason it turned me off was the first time I ever played a Souls game was Demon Souls on the PS3 with you. Yes. You didn't give me shit for information. Well, yeah. So, so like, I'm playing this. Well, because when I first played it, I didn't have any information uh, and that's fine so like, but like for me i want to i don't i'm the kind of person like if someone says hey try this i'm gonna i'm gonna say no if i don't know what it is you're not gonna tell me what it is i'm not doing I it. also to be fair there wasn't as much information then true of like what to expect because it was like a new thing yeah and so first like, it's kind when well, i first played it first i was like kind, quite i don't quite. know I didn't know what was happening. Yeah. And then, uh, like, the whole thing with Demon's Souls is you get to the first boss in the, the tutorial, mm-hmm. and then it kicks your ass and you die, and then that's supposed to happen. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you can kill the first boss, but typically you're just supposed to die in the first time. Mm-hmm. And that's what I didn't want to tell you, because I was like, oh, well, I honestly thought it was scripted. I didn't think that you could kill that boss. Well, so my thing was not necessarily that I died in the first boss. I wasn't mad at that. Okay. A lot of games start you off like, oh, hey, for cinematic purposes, you're going to lose this round. Okay, cool. That's fine. I get it. It was immediately after that, I go into it gameplay, standard gameplay, and literally everything's kicking my ass. And I'm like, what? Am I am I doing something wrong? Is this game broken? Like, I don't get it. What's wrong? I don't. Is why is it this hard? 
this can't be good. Like, there's something wrong with the game. I had no information on that, and I wasn't told anything. That was, that was very similar to mine. So by then, I'm like, fuck this. This is terrible. Like, this game doesn't work. It, it, it's bullshit. Like, I'm dying from literally everything. I can't move two steps without, you know, dying and someone saying, hey, wipe your ass, and then smacking me with my own toilet paper. Who would have thought that, like, what, 15 years later, you yeah. would... Or it, no, God, no. no. 12 years later? Mm, maybe. Who would have thought that that at least a decade later we would be excited to play this game that we hated when we were younger mm-hmm. just because it's on PS5. Yeah, I, I would never <laughs> thought... Because, I mean, Grant, like, we've known plenty of people who enjoy those games and have tried mm-hmm. their hardest to talk to us about playing them, and I just can't. But at the same time, I played Cuphead, and I had the fucking time of my life. I had my ass kicked. I mean, definitely there were times I was like, all right, I need a break, I need to stop. Yeah. But if I went back to play a game, I didn't go back to play anything else. I went back to play Cuphead. So, I get it. Yeah. So that's that's where I'm at. So, I've played those three. I've also been playing a lot of Hyrule Warriors Age of Calamity with Rachel on the Switch. You're always bringing a Nintendo game onto this PlayStation podcast. That's what I've been doing, dude. Can't be having that. Sure I can. I'm gonna have to kick you out one of these days. I play what I play, dog. Can't have it. Mm-hmm. I honestly think I played that more than anything else this week. Uh, just because of how... You did what, like 100 missions or something? In the Well, so a lot of those missions are also like just collect these items, turn them in. So, and you build up a lot of items in those Muso, Muso, Muso uh, style games. I don't even know yeah, what the correct you, you collect those like just by playing through. So it's like, oh, we need like 100 talents off this one enemy. You literally fight a thousand of those enemies every round. So, of course, I had them already, so I just turned them in and boom, got the rule. Oh, okay. So a lot of those are like that. Granted, we did play a lot and there were a lot of battles. And we did spend, like, a good probably 30-plus hours in this game already. But it's fun. I've always enjoyed the Musa-style games. I've always had fun, like, Dynasty Warriors, Samurai Warriors, things of that nature. It's good mindless mm-hmm. things. It's a nice little palate cleanser. Now, I feel like I get a similar, and this might be weird, but I feel like I get a similar vibe from the Yakuza games. Yes. Where, at least with the combat, uh, I mean, the the mainline Yakuza games, not like a dragon. Mm-hmm. But uh, just the combat is kind of mindless. I can just button mash and it looks cool yeah uh but then the added bonus of there being like a kind of involved story and all the side things and and for me like i've never played or at least gotten more than 20 minutes into any mainline zelda game never and i've always thought link's such a badass character why is there not a game where a hack and slash style game where i just play as link and go through it so when the the idea of hyrule warriors came about i'm like that's it that's what i've wanted this is is. all i've needed i don't need anything else this is what i want Granted, I appreciate the Legend of Zelda games, and I would like to get more into them. I just always feel like I'm playing something else. I rather you played Darksiders. Did I play Darksiders? Yeah. Uh, I played the first one. I didn't get very far. I think it was, it was free on PlayStation Plus one time, so I was giving I it a like shot. I feel like that's what you're looking for. I think Darksiders might be up your alley. Well, I mean, I, I've always liked that style of game. Mm-hmm. I I want to play more of the Darksiders games. I just old games old. I want to. I played well, the other the, things. They did the. The remastered. It's still the same game. The War Mastered and Definitive. And we got three for free on PlayStation Plus last year, or earlier this year, one of the two. Um, So I will go back and eventually play them, maybe, but like they are like bottom of the list because of everything else I have more of an interest in playing. I will always enjoy the hack and slash game style. Like it's one of the first I started with. I love it. But I'm also 
choosy about what I want to play because they have to grab me. I'm not going to play them just to play them. I tried out the the Darksiders remastered, all three of them. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, I guess the third one's not remastered because it's just it's on the PS4. But anyways, mm-hmm. it's good. I was pleasantly surprised. I I was really enjoying it actually. Darksiders two specifically. It's like a it's like a massive RPG, like an yeah. action RPG. I I wasn't expecting it. I thought it was something else entirely. Yeah, Darksiders two honestly is the one that gets people into it. Like a lot of people, because Darksiders two came out and then the the Death Definitive Edition came out before the War Master remaster for the first one. Mm-hmm. The War Master only happened because people wanted to go back and play it after playing two. So yeah, it's that really good, really really good. So what have you been playing, buddy? Um, I've been... <laughs> Jesus. Uh, <laughs> I just imagine, like, someone rolling up in a van, rolling down the window, and they're like, what have you been playing, buddy? You want to come into my van and tell me? You want some Lucky Charms hot cocoa? What? Why? This is escalated. I don't know. I think it's just because, I don't know, the buddy. The buddy? Yeah. I think the buddy hmm. kind of freaked me out. Pow. Maybe I had like some kind of Buddy trauma in the pal. past, and that just brought it up, and now I'm, I'm gonna cry. Mm. Well, that, good luck with that. I've been playing Persona Four Dancing. <laughs> <laughs> How's that Persona Four Dancing treating you? Uh, I I don't like the. <laughs> good. So uh, I w- I played Persona Three Dancing and Persona Five Dancing. Uh huh. Easy platinums, very simple. I like music games. They were fun to play as just like kind of mindless things that I didn't have to focus too much on. Yeah. I enjoyed them. Not the best things in the universe, but not awful. Persona 4 dancing is different. It's got a more involved story than the other ones. Uh, it's it's like more of a full-fledged thing. It, yeah, it actually connects to the story of 4. Yeah, so. like more specifically. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's it's like a lot longer. There's a lot more. There's just a lot more going on. And um, I quickly found out that I don't give a fuck about the story. Like, I, I do not care about these characters at all. I, I just wanted to dance. <laughs> so I have been skipping all of the story, and I've well, just see, been doing well, the Well, you haven't scene. played a lot of 4, though. Or at least I've, Golden. I've put, like, like, more than 10 hours into Persona 4. But even then, that's just a fraction of a Persona-style game. I, like, yeah, that's but, a small fraction. Yeah, but still, it was just... It was just one of those things that didn't really grab me, I guess. And so I think the thing is, with the, I think a reason you didn't necessarily... Whereas Persona 3 dancing and Persona 5 dancing, like I said, aren't as involved. You don't really have to know the characters to really enjoy it. Mm-hmm. For... Well, I liked pers- the characters in Persona 3 dancing. I thought that those characters were great. The Persona 5 characters I thought were annoying as fuck. And the Persona 4 characters, they're fine, but like the story... So here's what happens, though. In the Persona 4 dancing, it's always the same fucking thing. It's like, oh, we're in the shadow thing. Oh, there's a weird song. And, oh, there's a woman that's tied up for some reason. And then they just show that on the screen. And then uh, she's like, oh, no, my deepest, darkest secrets. And then they dance. And then on to the next one. Oh, no, it's the shadow people. There's a song playing. There's a woman tied up. It's always a woman tied up. And <laughs> and then they, they expose their deepest, darkest fears. And they're like, okay, we'll dance. And I'm like, this isn't engaging at all. This isn't interesting. 
And even if it's related to the main game, it's just not well, handled it, in I, an interesting way. That story way, itself, I you think. can totally omit it from it, but it's still like, it, it's canical. It's not like some throwaway thing like, oh, this is all a dream kind of deal. Like, no, this actually happens in the mainline Persona story afterwards. So I think another reason that you aren't as connected to it is one, that game was released as total fucking fan service. Uh, that was the whole reason for its that existence. That explains the tied-up girls. Yeah. Like, it, a game, it doesn't need to exist. It didn't have to exist. It was a reason to get more Persona 4 story out there. Mm-hmm. So, and you also had to think, this game is, that came out 2013? 20, yeah, 2013 or so? Yeah, but that doesn't change. Well, it was, it, it didn't age well. It's also a game that was deported from the Vita to a PS4. It's, like, legitimately brought over. my, my poems over. are not with the gameplay. Yeah, it's entirely with the story. A good story is timeless. That's true. Doesn't matter how old it is. Mm-hmm. So I, I think it's more of a matter if you would if you played through four and enjoyed those characters, you'd appreciate this more. But because you didn't, and you're like, I don't have a background with any of this shit. I don't care. I just want to get this, these trophies and this platinum. Then yeah, like for me, like after playing Persona Five, I feel and like... watching the anime and stuff, I am like. I want to play Persona 5. Dancing. Didn't you play Persona 4, though? I'm in the middle of playing it. I haven't gotten super, super far. I've done, like, the first three, um, okay. well, I guess, I palace mean, dungeons, whatever so you want to call if, them. So if you play Persona 5 Dancing, let me know if you give a single shit about it. <laughs> I mean, I won't. Not necessarily Persona 5 <laughs> Dancing, because it is a throwaway story. It's whatever. But, but I, mean, I love those fucking characters. So if I enjoy it, it's because I get more of those guys. Not necessarily the story, but because I get to see more of On, Joker, uh, Mona, all of them. It's fun. I so like seeing more. Annoying. And the thing is, so if you if you play five, they are extremely fleshed out. They're fun to be around. The dialogue's great. Like I I enjoy the fuck out of Persona Five. Like I love Persona Five. Well now, I have Persona Five. We should play it. So. I think, you'd, I think you'd enjoy Persona 5. I think I probably will, but I don't know. I don't know. Sometimes I'm picky, and, like, a game can be great, and sometimes I don't like it, and that's fine. That's true, but you like checklist. Uh, yeah, sometimes. There's a lot of checklists in Persona 5. Hmm. Okay. A whole lot of checklists. Right. And they're always, like, menial tasks. Like, some of them are super quick. Others take time. There's your ASMR, ladies and gents. ASMR snaps. These are some snaps. Stop. You're going to blow out a speaker. It's fine. No, it's not. People are going to be listening to this, and they're in their truck, and they're like, what is that thumping? Boom, 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 boom. Boom. There goes the speaker. Boom, 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 boom. Boom. Look what you've done. Anyway, Steven, so news. 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 <laughs> there are, there's some news. There's some news that happened. It's not A lot of it's not big. Um, we can definitely get in depth with a few things. To kick things off, and I didn't realize this happened, and I think it was just due to the week it lo- this came out. <laughs> this originally came out in November on November 12th. So Sorry. Jumped the gun a little bit there. For those who don't know, November 12th is a PlayStation 5 launch date, so this kind of got overshadowed. Deathloop now is a release date of November of May 21st, 2021. Um, there's a PlayStation blog post kind of just detailing the features of the DualSense in the game. Um, it's going to capture the feel of firing, reloading, and swinging your weapon. So with the, the haptic feedback, shit, with the yeah. adaptive triggers. Uh, haptic feedback will have you feeling the way that the main character, Colt, moves through, like, snow, climbing on rooftops. You'll feel, like, the steps and everything. Uh, the speaker in the control will play the audio of bullets whizzing by, which I think is pretty cool. Because typically it's saved, like, side commentary if you have a character calling you in-game. Mm-hmm. 
uh, it, so this seems like it's more involved with the gameplay itself. I feel like Astro's Playroom mm-hmm. really set the bar, like set the standard for how the controller is used. Oh, for sure. And I mean, I like <clears throat> I like that it exists because I feel like it gave an example to developers on how they can implement it. Certainly, um, and it's just kind of nice. So like, the problem being with that is, is it? It sets the example for future developers because I imagine when developers got the dev kits for PlayStation 5s, they weren't all told, hey, play Asher's Player and see what this does. Well, yeah, that's true. <laughs> but I mean, even still, like this isn't coming out for a handful of months. Yeah. They've got time to implement this. Well, it sounds like they did. Like, I mean, so far, like them talking about this, like if you think about what the features of the DualSense does, and in Astro, yeah, it utilizes every feature of the DualSense, every single one. And it does it uses them well, but you also got to think about the type of game this is. So does this game, like a game like Deathloop, does it need to use the touchpad? No. I could give a shit less about the touchpad. I, mean, I, I, so, I feel like a lot of these games, no game needs to use any... Thing well, it doesn't need to, but does the touchpad add, like, add, for the haptic feedback, for the speaker and the controller, and the adaptive triggers, those definitely add more immersion, which is the point of the dual sense, than taking your touchpad and sliding across it. Like, I don't feel any immersion. And there were so many games that did the same thing on the PS4 that used the touchpad, and I fucking hated it. Because yeah. you had to reach over in the middle of the controller. Fucking it didn't wandered. immerse me in anything like that. I'm like, why does this exist? So, And I was kind of hoping... When the DualSense was announced, it was gone. Like I was like, please get rid of the fucking touchpad. I don't care. It doesn't. Well, get then used. the backwards compatibility would have been an issue. True. Unless you use a PS4 controller. And, that, and, that, and that's true. So that's a I good can, point. I, that's like the. But that's the only reason I could see as to why I bring it back. Otherwise, yeah. I don't give a shit about it. And even then, like, I wonder how many games that really affects. Like, I feel like that affect what a lot of early PS4 titles that use the touchpad as the touchpad, not just, oh, press the left side for your pause menu, press the right side for this menu kind of deal. I still kind of like that, though. So I like it as a button. You can, you can, yeah, you can use it as a button, but based on where you press, because it can detect where your thumb is. So that's is, fine. But that's kind of nice. That's That I can enjoy. I can enjoy it being a button. That's all I want it to be. I don't want the slide on this, swipe up, swipe down, this, that, and the other. I, no. Just give me the fucking button to get to where I need to go, okay? I don't need all that nonsense. I don't need gestures on my controller. I got that on my iPhone. I don't even use those half the time. I think it depends on the game. It, it tr- that's true. But that's, like, like for example, the gesture menu thing, I thought that was implemented well in Days Gone. See, I didn't like that. Where, uh, I found that annoying. I'd rather just use a button to navigate to the menu. I mean, you can. I, I know. but They have that option as well. That is true. So the swiping is just like a almost like a quicker, like a hotkey to get to the specific menu that you want. See, I felt like I spent more but, time trying to, and just finagling the controller around to get to this menu or like depending on how sensitive it was i know when it i haven't played it since launch like i would swipe one direction and because i was slightly like going up when i swiped because of where my hand was positioned on the controller it would go to a different menu in the touch screen i'm like god fuck like no i need to go back down swipe over and i'd spend i'm like okay can i just press the fucking button you're just doing it wrong and you can press the button (laughs) i know but like that's what i i was like but the thing is it doesn't teach you how to use the button per se it shows you the touchpad first in the tutorial that's what they want you to use. And I was like, this is, can I, where's the button? Can I, pre- oh, all right, there's a button. I'm going to use the button. This is ridiculous. I don't need all this fluff. All right. It's no. the same thing with the Vita, though. The Vita used the touch, the, the back touchpad on that. And immediately I was like, this is obnoxious. Can I just use the analog sticks? Cool. Okay, cool. Best use of the back touch, though. Tear away. 
hands down. Best use of everything on the Vita was Tearaway, hands down. All right. What a fucking gem of a game. Too bad the PS4 version didn't fare too well. PS4 version was not as good. Mm-hmm. That's true. But it's hard. Yeah. Can't access all the magical things. Yeah. Uh, but you can access magical things in PlayStation VR, and they just announced that there is a VR Mega Pack that is launching in Europe, Australia, and New Zealand. I'm sure you can import it. If you I mean, want. yeah. Um, but yeah, they announced this on the PlayStation blog. Um, it includes basically some of the best, if not the best, VR games. It includes Blood and Truth, Moss, Astrobot Rescue Mission, Everybody's Golf VR. And VR Worlds comes with the VR headset and the PlayStation camera, and this is the first bundle to come with the adapter for the PlayStation Five. If I, it is, yeah, it, n- n- no other the adapter. first new bundle. Yeah, I well, honestly, I don't expect them to release a bunch of other PS Five bundles after this. I think this was. Or you mean VR bundles? Yeah, okay. I think I don't. I think this was strictly a purpose due to the holidays. Mm-hmm. Pump it out there, get it. Get well, I think any new, any new VR things. Oh, from now certainly. on, come bundled with it. But I don't think they're going to be like new bundles. Well, I, I don't think even. Sense. I mean, they haven't said anything yet. But I don't think even like if they just start restocking shelves of like old PlayStation uh, VRs with Iron Man, I don't think newer editions of that will come with the adapter. I, I think they're past it. It's a matter of if you want it that bad, sign up for it kind of deal. Yeah. To get it, it's that free. Makes sense. Um. But that's a that's a cool bundle. Oh yeah, that's if awesome. If anybody's been waiting on VR, then I mean those are great games. Yeah, I still want to play Moss. That's probably my favorite out of that list. Have you played Astrobot Rescue Mission? Mm-mm. Real good. I've heard good things, but I'm even after that, I'm still more interested in playing Moss. And um, actually, have you played Blood and Truth? No. So honestly, Astrobot. Well, okay, that's a lie. Everybody's Golf VR is the least title I want to play on there. It goes Everybody's Golf, Astrobot. VR Worlds, Blood and Truth, Moss. From least to most. So, yeah. Yeah. Like, Astrobot, I, I want to play it. I've heard good things. I have no outward desire, like, oh my god, I gotta try this. Like, I just, I, I think, don't know why. I think you would get hyped over Blood and Truth, personally. Oh, certainly. And I, I am extremely, I extremely want to play Blood and Truth, but I just, I haven't pulled the trigger yet. Was that a pun? Yes. Because guns. No, not really. A lot of guns. I said yes, but that was a lie. It was not a pun. There's cool stuff. Yeah. It's a good game. What's also cool is the swagger that comes in The World Ends With You, which is getting a fucking sequel after almost a decade. <laughs> Did they, didn't they re-release the first? They remastered it for the Switch. But here's the problem. So The World Ends With You is getting a sequel with Neo, The World Ends With You, announced coming to both PS4 and the Nintendo Switch. Is an action RPG, so it's not in the same vein necessarily gameplay-wise as the original was, because the original was based off of the touchpad. A lot of the commands and things of that nature were done on the touchscreen with combat and things of that nature. I'm perfectly fine with it being an action RPG. Yes, so I played. I really enjoy the world and the vibe that The World Ends With You gets. I hate the gameplay. I played it on the Switch because I was super stoked when the they original. released it. Uh, yeah, I played the original on the Switch. Hated it. I wanted to like it so much, but I hated that fucking gameplay. It was stupid. It made no sense. It probably made more sense on the DS at the time. This was... But I... I ugh. Correct me if I'm wrong, mm-hmm. but wasn't this teased in Kingdom Hearts 3? That the World Ends With You game was coming? Yeah. No. So there was a... 
in Kingdom Hearts Dream Drop Distance, which was originally a 3DS game and then ended its way into one of the many HD remasters of Kingdom Hearts and brought to PlayStation, one of the worlds, while it doesn't necessarily take you to the world of Kingdom Hearts, uh, take you to the world of The World Ends With You, because that takes place entirely in Shibuya, Japan, like Shibuya Square. I'm pretty sure that there was like a secret cinematic at the end of Kingdom Hearts 3. Yeah, it takes place in Shibuya, but... That's as much of the reference you get with the world ends with you, because Shibuya is an actual place. It's an actual place in Japan. So it's it, a lot of people expect expect it to be, but they don't think this was not a result of the Kingdom Hearts three thing. Okay. It, it, this was a result of it's the anniversary for the world ends with you. I think ten years, so they're getting an anime of the original, all this stuff. So a sequel was bound to be announced. I don't think Kingdom Hearts had anything to do with it, um, but. Kingdom Hearts Dream Drop Distance featured characters and one of the storylines from Dream Drop Distance. Okay. So well, that was it. The question is, though, mm-hmm. do you think this increases the chances of The World Ends With You being remastered on PS4? No. That's a shame. Well, because it would be an entirely different game. The game itself, like The World Ends With You, as a, the first game, is entirely touchscreen-based. Yeah, but I mean... Okay, that's fair. Yeah, you that's would not fair. be able to play that on the PS4 without changing the gameplay mm. entirely. And they could remake it, though. They would have to remake it. Just it just seems but weird I don't to have a sequel fun. for something that's, like, so not... Well, because, one, it's one of those things... It's Square Enix, so most of the sequels don't require that you play the previous title okay. by any means. I believe this one also is a prequel to the original. Oh. Uh, so I think, yeah, I, I believe so. Okay, um, okay, that... That changes things. Yeah, so you don't have to play the first one by any means to get this one. Um, a lot of people enjoy The World Ends With You, not necessarily the characters, but because of the art style, the design, and how fun it was. Uh, the characters make it fun. They're nothing like that stick in your mind. Like, no one talks... Like, I could not tell you a name of one of those characters, but I know the game. I know the art style. Like, it has that edge. It has that style. Very much... It's like a... It's reminiscent of Persona 5, yeah, which like I guess more, Persona 5 is reminiscent of it. I guess it's more, it. a more comic-y Yeah, very persona. edgy to say, I guess. More punk. Yeah. More punk rock Mm -hmm. as opposed to punk jazz. Punk jazz? I feel like Persona's like punk jazz. Nah. Persona's just... Persona 5 has this sense of style and cool. Yeah, jazz. No, no, no. It's not jazz. I mean, there's definitely some jazz-like tones in the music, but it's not punk. It's just this... It's got this vibe. It is, Persona 5 is a game where you walk into an old school kind of like speakeasy nightclub kind of deal, and there's always that guy in the back who's in a suit, nice tie, one of those fancy fedora hats, Persona and 5 he's is just, that guy. and exactly, it's exactly what it is. He's just hanging out, he's having a good time, he's not here to be bothered, he's not here to bother anyone, he's just there to enjoy the fucking vibe. That's Persona 5. That is the feel that game gives. What a weird man. He's just there to hang out. Well, there's nothing weird about it. Think of how many people... <laughs> no, seriously, think about it. How many people in today's age think it's extremely weird to go out and just enjoy the experience or the feel of a room? Like, just to hang out, relax, have a good time. Like, they don't want to necessarily do a bunch of stuff, but they love that atmosphere. Like, I personally, I love it. It's like going to the movies by yourself. No one ever does it anymore, but it is one of the most relaxing things I think a person can do. Because you sit there, you engross yourself in the movie, it's quiet, you're not bothering anyone, you're not being bothered, which, if you guys haven't 
noticed yet. I love not being bothered, and I absolutely love not bothering anyone. I very much a person that likes keeping to myself what I can. To wonder why we're friends. It, I bother him all the time. <laughs> so it is. So I feel like that's lost in a lot of people nowadays. People just don't do it. And Persona 5 is a game that does it. It's just like, hey. It was literally a game that says, we're going to be fucking cool. Like, we're going to be cool. We're going to so do So Persona this. 5 is, is the guy in the movie theater by himself. Yes. He is just there. He doesn't give a shit. They are just there. Like, I'm hanging out. I'm enjoying this thing. I feel I, like that's I'm going to do it. Pressure. I would not be able to go to the movies by myself. See, but that's the thing. I challenge you to do it once. Find a movie that you know you want to see and enjoy that the, you know no one else. Here's the thing, though. Mm-hmm. I cry so easily, especially with like movies and games and things like that. And it is easier for me to suppress my emotions when I'm with other people. If I'm by myself, I will sob. But that doesn't matter. That's, that's the glory of going to a movie no, by yourself. No, but then I will annoy everybody around no, me. No, 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 because here's the thing. Those people that are in the movie, one, more than half the time, they're probably with someone else, so they're focused on the other person, or more importantly, they're focused on the fucking movie they just paid $15 to go see. Yeah, you don't so, understand. I <laughs> Honestly, find yourself a nice spot where you're not bothered, like or you've got a nice distance between people, and just sit back and enjoy the movie. And I guarantee you, honestly, you won't be so focused on everything else emotion-wise what's going on with you because you're focused on this one thing going on. You're not okay. necessarily, your mind's not wandering or anything. You're focused on like a meditation practice. It is actually. so much fun. I love okay. it. I love doing it. For, I think, this was maybe 2015, 2016, I was on this kick of just going to movies. I would ask people, like, hey, do you want to go to this movie? And like, oh, no, I've got this. I've got going on. A lot of people would just bail. Like, ah, okay, I'll just wait till you're available then. I said, fuck that. I'm like, okay, cool. I'm inviting you to go. I, I'm still going. I'm just extending the invitation out if you want to go with me. And I'd go see these movies. I didn't care. And I'd have a total fucking blast. I'd get myself a small bag of popcorn and a cherry Coke, and I was set. There we go. Mm-hmm. We should, let's go to the movies by ourselves together. No. <laughs> Sit on opposite ends of nope. the theater. Nope. Nope. Just knowing that I'm doing that in the movie theater <laughs> would annoy me. Like, knowing that's what I'm doing, no. Well, it was worth a try. I appreciate your effort. So, uh, PlayStation 5 received another update. It did. It caught me by surprise because I didn't see any notice. Like, with the first update that happened, everyone was caught by fire. Like, oh my god, a PlayStation 5 getting its first update. This one, I was like, I turned on my PlayStation and it just happened. It's kind of more of the same, though. Yeah, it, well, this one is more because I could actually see the details of what the update was. The first update for the PlayStation 5 didn't originally tell you what it was updating. It just kind of happened. Everyone's like, well, what is it? What is it? What is yeah, it? Yeah, this one is less of a mystery. Yeah. But it's still like... They eventually did release the details of the first update. This one I found immediately. It's like, hey, if you want to see more details of this update, go to this link. I typed in the link, found the update details. I'm like, all right, cool. I get it. So, I, I mean, this one. It seems nice because a lot of people are having like random little problems with the PlayStation 5, uh, which I guess is to be expected. All the, the kinks are being ironed out, I guess. Yeah. Uh, Nothing but- breaking luckily at yeah. least for the most part uh but i mean this one just fixes uh i mean there, it, it, it does improve the import the performance god i can't fucking talk it's these lucky charms in this cocoa <laughs> you're not even drinking it because i finished it basically well then how is it giving you problems because it's just it's it's so much and it's all i can think about <laughs> it's that's all you can think about is lucky charms of cocoa it's a magical experience <laughs> wow okay What's well, a magical experience of those holiday cookies from Pillsbury with the shapes in them? Oh, I've got a box of those upstairs. I still need to cook. Do you want to do that after this? 
it's 10 o'clock, man. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with cookies at 10. Yeah, I mean, besides the fact I gotta go to bed and go to work tomorrow. So do I. Okay, that doesn't make it okay. Like, that doesn't, just because you, just because you have to do it too does not invalidate the fact that I still need to do this thing. We can suffer together. No. That's what makes people close. I mean, you're not wrong in that aspect, but we no, I'm not doing together. it. <laughs> Anyways, so the update improves the performance of the PlayStation 5, and it also resolves an issue where the disc installs were sometimes deleted. Uh, that is a weird thing. Yeah, I didn't know that. I didn't know people were saying. I didn't realize that was an issue until I read this update. I'm like, wait, that's happening? <laughs> I'm like, holy shit. Uh, but it also fixes an issue where the, the controller was not charging uh, using the front USB port. Uh, only when the system was in rest mode. It just wasn't powering that usb thing yeah now it is and those problems are solved yeah i found that last bit really interesting i mean i use a docking station for charging all my controllers right now so i haven't plugged anything directly into the system since having to sync to controllers originally mm-hmm. so it's weird that these are issues that the system's having because i haven't heard anything about these like i haven't read a single thing it's probably it's got to be like super small isolated incidents but they just want to fix it with well, an update so, so it's weird that it i guess the biggest thing for me is like when the, it, the update came out, everyone started you know reporting on the update and what it was fixing. That's when I started seeing everything. Like, oh my gosh, there are so many people affected by this, that, and the other. And I'm like, where was this a week ago? I, I feel like it's one of those like cart before the horses kind of things. Yeah. Where once people are aware of it, then everybody's talking about it. When mm-hmm. really it's just a small amount of people. Yeah. Like, uh, I don't know. Like, kind of like when when COVID nineteen started and everyone was like, oh, I was sick a month ago. I had COVID. No, it's just people like to say things and they get caught up in the moment yeah it's all of that so, okay at least that's how i feel yeah that makes sense it is next up steven this is exciting yeah it is december playstation plus games announced so keep in mind while the rotation is changing bug snacks for playstation 5 is still available to download for free as long as you're a playstation plus membership but this month changing out middle earth shadows of war and hollow knight are Just Cause 4, Rocket Arena, and Worms Rumble, which is available on PS4 and PS5. I'm yeah. excited to play Worms Rumble. Have you looked at the trailer for this? Yeah, it's like it's different from the other Worms games. Yes. Where it's it's real-time, third-person shooter. It kind of reminds me of uh, the Plants vs. Zombies Garden Warfare, mm-hmm. in a way, uh, where it's just cartoony and silly, and it seems like fun. Yeah, I'm excited to play it. I can't wait. I forgot Rocket Arena existed. Yeah, I did too. I remember seeing it like a big thing, like a big thing for like a small moment. Like, oh man, Rocket Arena—it's a three v three rocket launcher online multiplayer battle game. Like, and all then right, it just cool. kind of completely. Yeah, I was like, all right, that was it. Fell off the face of the earth. Because like, like yeah, oh, we gotta reboot this. Because the idea of it is super fun. Because everyone likes like even Halo Three. People played maps where it was just rockets, and I, there's plenty of games where people just play with the rockets. So having a game where that's all you have, I'm like, all right, no brainer. No there are modes like that it. in Time Splitters. You remember that? Oh God! Playing as only monkeys and rocket launchers. Talk about a game that needs to make a comeback. It really does. I. Oh my God! I, well, th- I would, THQ Nordic. I would cut off my leg. Oh. And I would give it to a small boy in order to, <laughs> in order to get a Time Splitters complete series remake. Well, THQ Nordic like renewed the license or something like that, or the patent. They did something a couple years ago. And they've been pumping out just about any and everything they could get their hands on. Well, I hope that Time Splitters, the entire series remade. I want three platinums. See, I don't feel like they're gonna. I feel like a game, games like those, especially the first one, will not have a good trophy list. 
especially I that first one. Disagree. I think the first one because of how it was strictly multiplayer for the most part. It was not. Are you kidding me? It was not, but that's the only thing people talked about. They had the challenges. Okay. They had the story mode. They had so many characters. I mean, they had tons of characters. Yeah. All of the, I mean, all of the sequels just expanded on all the things in the first. But the first, it still had the all all of the challenges and the unlocks. Just tie the trophy progression to that, and then throw in some old. That's the thing. I don't feel. I don't feel like they'll tie it all into that. I think a lot of that. I think the first one, at least, a lot of those those trophies will be multiplayer focused. Because that's what was talked about with time splitters, like sure, like definitely two and three expanded upon those things, especially giving a more uh, streamlined and focused narrative, and with actually having a set main character and things of this nature and going behind that. I think two and three will have a decent trophy list, but first person shooters as a whole have. I feel like I've never found a first person shooter that had a decent trophy list. And to time begin splitters with. can be the first. It could be. I don't expect it because I think the the thing that I loved about time splitters was all of the all of the unlocks and like the. The extra shit. Oh, yeah, like for all sure. All of the characters, the extra challenges. I liked how diverse the stories were mm-hmm. with all the different locations. And I especially liked the first one, how it was so focused on time specifically, like time trials and like speed runs and things like that. Mm-hmm. I thought that was fun. Uh, and sort of like memorizing the layouts of the levels. And they were so fast. The loading times were longer than the levels themselves. Yeah. Uh, but, God, what a fucking game. So I really, good. really want that to be remastered. Or remade, not remastered. Yeah, I want it remade. Blue Point. It won't be Blue Point. It's not going to be Blue Point, but Blue it'll Point get, style. If, it, if it gets a remake, it, I think it'll be in the same vein as uh, what you call it, Destroy All Humans. Because okay, same, that's fine. That was still yeah. Good. That was well. A lot of people didn't like it just because they didn't improve on anything. So while the original what? Dest- no seriously, so while Destroy All Humans, like the original PS2 versions and PS2, Xbox, GameCube, whatever it came out on. People loved them because at the time, those gameplay mechanics, those features, all those things, awesome. The Nordic remake that came out just a few months ago, it kept a lot of those the same. It got it was essentially just a big visual uphaul. The gameplay itself and a lot of those things. See, didn't... I heard, I heard completely different things. See, I mean, a lot of the stuff is still kept intact, but they they updated the the gameplay mechanics so it just feels better. It's more modernized. They even changed like different things, like how the jetpack works and things like that. They changed some of the um, some of the levels. They changed like what time of day they take place in, just to make mm-hmm. it more like visible and easier. Makes for sense. To, yeah. Like basically, they tweaked a lot of it. Uh, the biggest complaint that I heard was that some of the art style choices, because they went a more realistic route. Uh, it kind of took away some of the cartoony, like satire charm of the first one, yeah, like the original. But I heard that the the gameplay is well. See, I saw that in a lot of previews, like previews for one, like title that game. I was excited for it. Like, okay, cool, I'm ready for this. I've been, I've always wanted to play Destroy All Humans, so I'm curious to see how it looks this gen. That gives me a reason to go back to it. I just feel like when those reviews came out, they weren't bad reviews by no means. Like, no one has shat on it. Mm-hmm. It just, you didn't see anything, like, praise, like, glowing, like, oh my gosh, this is great. Like, it was such a glorious remaster, this, that, and the other. It was just, it's more the same. Like, sure, they did some quality life changes here and there, but nothing, like, to scream home about. Like, it's a game. It exists. Yeah. It, it was essentially how SpongeBob uh, Battle for Bikini Bottom Rehydrated was, where nothing wrong with the game by any means. It just didn't do anything to justify bringing it back otherwise, other than a cash grab. Like, it was, hey... Here's a game we know you liked SpongeBob 15 years ago. SpongeBob is the same game that it was. Yeah. So it's just like, here we are. So 
But yeah, I'm I'm honestly I'm excited to play Worms Rumble, and I'm excited for Just Cause Four, uh, mostly for all, all the tornadoes. Aren't there tornadoes in Just Cause Four? There's a lot in Just Cause Four. There's a lot uh, of fucking destruction for no reason. So yeah, I I kind of want to play that. Yeah. Next up, so Steven, you brought this to the attention. PlayStation, yeah. I'll let you go. You go. Uh, so this was concerning uh, mm-hmm. because we told everybody that <laughs> <laughs> they should use their friend's PlayStation 5 to access their PlayStation Plus collection of the 20 PS4 games that they can get mm-hmm. with PlayStation Plus. Um, PlayStation is banning people who are doing this. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, uh, Sorry. <laughs> well, but here's the thing. If you listen to us and you still got your PlayStation Plus collection games from a friend's PlayStation 5, you're still probably fine. But it is still important for you to know that PlayStation is currently banning people who are charging for people to access the PlayStation Plus collection on their PS5. Mm-hmm. So basically, uh, for those of you who need a refresher... Uh, the PlayStation Plus collection was the thing where if you have a PlayStation 5 and a PlayStation Plus subscription, you can download 20 different PS4 games. They're all like pretty awesome, highly regarded PS4 games that you can play backwards compatible uh, versions of on the PS5. However, you cannot access those games unless you have a PS5. And so my workaround was I logged into my account on Alex's PS5 added them to my library, and now I can download them and play them on my PS4 at home. That totally works. That's totally valid. We did not exchange money. Nope. Uh, so that's fine. I just bought a lot of things on his account and downloaded them to my PlayStation afterwards. Thanks. I'm going to play Godfather tonight. The Super Deluxe Edition. Anytime. Ascended the attention. Thank you. What are friends for? Free stuff. Free stuff. (laughs) Um, However, some people were uh, excited about the opportunity to make an extra buck or eight. For some reason, I saw that people were charging eight dollars. Yeah, it was like eight to ten dollars. It wasn't like (laughs) an astronomical amount of money. Uh, But they would basically sign in to somebody's account on their PlayStation, redeem the games, and then, you know, they would let the people have the games but they were doing this for like hundreds and hundreds of people and so yeah playstation doesn't like that so don't do that well so here's a, there's a lot of detail that went into this because i i went to, i kind of this all came from the video games chronicle um which if you guys haven't checked out the video games chronicle because i didn't realize i haven't looked into them until a few months ago they're a good site a lot of like media places like GameSpot, ign things of that nature typically say this article comes from, like this sources from video games chronicle report this mm-hmm. so i was like well let's check it out they have a lot of good stuff i like enjoy their reviews their previews all of them give them a read um so what happened with this was not only was there the charging aspect but they're not only banning the people that are charging these players they're banning the people that are downloading the games as well um on in the- large amounts what's that we mean in large amounts well, who are attached to the people who are doing this in the large amounts? Well, no. So the people that, the people that are doing it in large amounts, so the PS5 users that are then charging and at and redeeming these games, mm-hmm. the people that they're actually getting the game, like that are receiving the games, are also being banned. So, like, as, if they see like you correlated in there, boom, you're done. So the ban is only lasting two months for the players themselves, 
but the PS5 consoles being done in the transactions are being blocked from any like network activity. Um, That's some heavy shit. Yeah, so it's like so you can by all means play online your PS4 if you still got it. Um, another thing was this happened heavily, heavily reported to only be in China so far. It hasn't really broken that market yet. Interesting. Yeah, so they have screenshots of where the people are placing these on eBay to do all of them Chinese. So I don't think anyone in the Western audiences or even Japan or anything like that are really doing it. Um, it's all which again, China makes up a large population of the world. <laughs> so <Yeah. laughs> that, there's that. Um, it's also noted that, and I didn't realize this, that PlayStation has been. It's been rumored that they've been blocking consoles from a lot with high multiple user logins or high frequent user logins due to fraud because they think it's a it can come across as a bot is logging to accounts stealing this mm-hmm. stealing that and information like that so when they see a singular account in one household log into you know 100 accounts within a day and redeeming this and canceling it it's not proven yet that these transactions themselves and the exchange of money is what's brick it's what's banning and blocking the players and the consoles themselves or it's PlayStation's automatic block system going in place and shutting things down to prevent any fraudulent information. Because at the same time, you got to imagine if you're giving people this information to log in on your user, you're giving them your email and password to do this stuff. Yeah. And then if you have your card information saved and you didn't remove it, that's no bueno. Yeah, it's not bueno at all. So that's also a big instance from it. So there's no confirmation that this is the bans are a result of people redeeming the PlayStation 4 collection games, or if it's just because frequent login activity. Um, I would imagine because it's banning both the PS4 users and the PlayStation 5 users that it is, but at the same time, they could also be blocking, like sort of like a bank does, blocking the PS4 consumer from anything because they want to stop anything coming through until they figure out what the root of the fraud problem is. Yeah, so, I honestly, I feel like they're not going to really try to figure out anything. I feel like they're just going to leave the ban and just... Yeah, I, 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 it's hard to say. That's a lot of time and resources. Well, it, it could be depending on if, like, if people bring it to their attention, like, hey... Mm-hmm. I've got this stuff, my information's all over the place, I'm getting games charged, and they're going to ask, well, what happened? I mean, granted that the person says, oh, I gave my information to someone in China so I can get their free PS5 games, they're like, okay, well, hey, no, you screwed up. Like, yeah. that's on you. But if it's a matter of, it, it, say it is a bot doing all of this stuff, like just hacking people's information, and the PS4 consumer's like, I have no idea what this is, that's when it becomes a fraud issue. Yeah. So it, it, it's hard to say. It's a kind of vague there the only thing that sucks i hate it when stuff like this happens because it's always a relatively small handful of people who like fuck it up for other people yes and what sucks about this is the sort of collateral damage where this could affect other people who are totally not doing anything wrong yeah like you and i like you came over you redeemed them okay cool and like now granted i don't think we're going to... No, I don't think you and I will be yeah, affected by I, this. I think that this is fine. I mean, because I've signed into your consoles before in the past. Exactly. That's that's fine. And we're within a close proximity to one another. Right. It's, it all makes sense. Um, but still, it sucks because now that's just like... That's just another potential restriction or another potential way to get banned. Mm-hmm. And that's just because of people being kind of shady. Yeah, a few people fucked it up for a large number. Sucks. Yeah, it's, I hate it. And, and it's a matter of like, I get the uh, I get the under the point of like it's a PS4 game. I pay for PlayStation Plus. Why am I not getting the collection? But the idea of the PlayStation Plus collection, at least how it's marketed, is for people coming to the PlayStation ecosystem for the first time. Like, 
especially during these times where people can't go out and funds are kind of restricted because you don't want to spend a bunch of money because you don't know what's going to happen and you want to make sure you have something set aside, it's a perk. Like you just bought this $500 console, you never own a PlayStation 4. We want you to be able to experience, like you should not be cut out of what the how great the PlayStation 4 was just because you didn't buy it at first, but you have a PlayStation 5 that plays PS4 games. So here's a handful of them. Try it out, see what we're about. The benefit of the Plus Collection is for PS5 owners, particularly the new PlayStation owners. If you, again, the list of games on this I aren't... I understand that that was the intention for it. However, the way that it was marketed, I mean, even the name, it just says PlayStation Plus Collection. Like, it doesn't... Well, It's, it's a, not called the PS5 Newcomers True, but when it was first announced collection. in that trailer, it was expressed... PS5 owners, PS5 players that have PlayStation Plus have free access to this. It wasn't even... People had to clarify that these games would also work in a PS4 a couple days later. Yeah. That wasn't immediately expressed in that ad. Like, it, to where it had to be questioned, can I play these games on a PS4? That's how you know, okay, then you know the, the message was, this is aimed at PlayStation 5 owners. Sure, you can play them on your PS4, but... That is... So that is true, but I don't think... I certainly don't think that it's worth punishing people for accessing these games. No. For the service that they pay for. You know no. what I mean? Yeah, I, I, uh, I like personally I, under, think... I totally understand them punishing people who are charging money and right. you know, doing that thing. Um, especially if it's a way to uh, you know get access to people's accounts and to do other fraudulent activity. I totally understand that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I see no reason to punish people for just accessing games that they... No, no. There's no reason that. There's like, no reason. Like I think, in all actuality, I think PS4 owners should have direct access to these. Games. I wish they did. I, I don't. I get the marketing. I understand the point you're trying to make that it's who it's for, but don't also cut out the people that have been loyal, have been there the whole time. Like, don't take that away from them just because they could not go out and purchase your brand new $500 console because these are economically hard times for people. And it's fucking impossible to get a PS... I fucking exactly. tried. It's fucking, it's a, I tried to give them my money. Yeah, so it's like you can't... Don't punish them because they can't buy one, which brings us to our next topic, Stephen. This is a big one. This is a big one. This is an exciting PlayStation one. 5 breaks sales records, quote-unquote, according to PlayStation, because no official numbers have come out, and it's only been tweeted by PlayStation that this has happened. Uh, so this the source. Still, I, I consider that a reliable source. Oh yeah, I imagine they're not gonna lie about their numbers. I don't think they're allowed to lie about their numbers. Yeah, they either for their say the accurate. Yeah, they either accurately report it or they don't report it at all. Mm-hmm. Um, so this comes from GamesIndustry.biz. Uh, PlayStation has become PlayStation Five has become the best PlayStation console and thus best console launch in history. If you guys aren't aware, the PS4 recently held this record with 2.1 million consoles sold a little over in two weeks of the initial launch. The PlayStation 5 has reportedly beaten that record. No official numbers have been released yet by PlayStation, but at the same time with how difficult it is to get a PlayStation 5, I'm not surprised. I think the wording was that they sold over 2.1 million. From what I I read in the article... The 2.1 million is in comparison. They sold over 2.1 million, which would break PlayStation 4's record, yeah. but there's no number as to what they've sold through yeah. yet. Um, but that's exciting. Yeah, that um, is exciting. I wonder how many of 
those consoles are actually in the hands of gamers and well, how many of them are in the hands of fucking scalpers. Well, that's the thing. So 3,500 PlayStation 5 consoles from one scalper group in the UK alone. 3,500 consoles. Pisses me off. Yeah. Let's and rob them. I, mm, no, yeah. no, no, we don't Let's need go to in rob there them. with machine guns. No. Rob them. Get all the PlayStation no. 5s. Distribute them. We'll dress up as Santa and an elf. I'll be Santa. You'll be the elf. And then we'll... <laughs> We'll fly in a helicopter and no. we'll drop PlayStation 5s onto people's homes. Mm, that's a hefty box to drop on people's homes. <laughs> that's, 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 a, that's a lot of broken consoles <laughs> and a lot of broken roofs. All right, okay, fair enough. We will drive across the country and we will drop off a PS5 at every home. Nope. That's what we're going to do. You heard it here first, that's, folks. We're not doing that. So if you hear a knock on your door and it's, it's two people dressed up as Santa and an elf, Actually, no, don't let them in. Don't. Yeah, don't. It, let's, we'll, it's we'll probably just, not us. We'll just drop the box off on your doorstep if this happens, which it won't. But, yeah, and then this scalper group even said when they were reached out, like, they don't feel bad about doing this because apparently these people are low income. According to them, it's like, this has put food on the table for some of the families of these scalpers. I'm like, what? <laughs> so you make a living off of scalping. You couldn't. You can't just go out and make an honest living. That's just impossible for you. I don't like it. Yeah, like that's the, the the whole idea of people who it's predatory. It is predatory, but the idea of like this is larger than video games. The idea of people saying it's hard for me out there because I can't get a job, so I've got to do these things that aren't right to make a living. The idea of that pisses me off. Now, for one, I do understand it is hard to get a job in today's time and everything else going on. I understand that wholeheartedly. But my question to a lot of people is, and this is me not something else, how hard did you try? Honestly. So like, sure, you're not always going to get that high paying job to take care of every little aspect of your day-to-day stuff. But at the same time, don't say, oh, it's hard for me to get a job, but you refuse to apply to a fucking McDonald's. Like, I understand it has that idea and that concept and that perception of being degrading and this, that, and the other. But if you're telling me you are struggling that much to make a living and getting a job, you can't cut corners. Like, that makes no sense to me. So, I, I don't necessarily agree with the sentiment behind what you're saying. However, I will say, why not just steal food? <laughs> Yeah. Why not? Like, why? Why not do something that that hurts fewer people? Or, I mean, granted, I mean, in the grand scheme of things, this isn't some well, horribly hurtful to, thing. When it comes to scalping, though, and, it's not illegal. Yeah, and it's not illegal. It's just it's kind of slimy. Yeah. But like, if you're struggling financially, you know, like, probably shouldn't be buying video games. Well, I say steal your steal food. <laughs> You know, do what do what you have to do to survive, I guess, and I suppose that's perfectly fine. But it's just it's it's annoying that they're taking advantage of a limited market during a tough time. Mm-hmm. It's just it it just sucks. Just it because really your sucks. times are tough, don't make them tougher on everyone else. Yeah, or I mean, in the very least, just do things that are like if you need food, steal food. Do the right thing. Steal from Walmart. Do, don't steal from fucking people who want a PlayStation Five. Like do. If you're going to buy a PlayStation 5, play it, buy it because you want to play it, because you want to own it. And this goes for really anything. If you're going to buy something, buy it because you want to own it. Like, if you're a collector, buy it because you want to collect it. 
don't buy it with the intention of reselling it. Again, I to the same point of like if you are struggling financially with this, that, and the other to where you need to buy or sell, steal or whatever, really evaluate what your money is going to, find it, figure out what you're doing, try your damnedest to go the right way about it. Like by all means, I I highly, highly, highly encourage people. And again, I understand it's hard and it's difficult more so than ever, especially with the fucking year 2020 has been. By all means, please exhaust all your options before you feel the need that you have to buy a fucking video game console and sell it for $1,500 on the internet to make a living. So here's what's weird, though. Uh, Just now, I just had the thought. I was like, well, PlayStation probably doesn't care because they're getting the sale either way. Correct. But Mm -hmm. I think PlayStation does care. And the reason why is if there are fewer consoles in people's homes, there are fewer people buying these games. That's where PlayStation makes most of its money. You're right. Because they're losing money on the system. Correct. They need the software sales. Now, here's the thing so, with this, though. Well, if this keeps going on, though, there's not going to be hardly any software sales. Well, so here's the idea. One, this scalping issue will not go on forever. Because as people, like, eventually, no matter what, no matter any bots are out there, people will eventually get PlayStation 5s in their hands. Whether it's through a first primary market or a secondary market, they will get PlayStation 5s. Thus, the value of people selling for $1,500 online will go down. Two, people unfortunately are dumb and will still buy these consoles from scalpers. Thus, PlayStation will still get their software and accessory sales. It'll be slower, but PlayStation also knows why tackle it when we know eventually they're gonna get it anyway. They're gonna buy it. Sure, this person's making money off of our product, I just wonder... But we'll still get the sale. I wonder how soon they're going to be able to manufacture more to get them out to I stores. think it is a matter of... Because I, I definitely 1,000% believe that this is... Like, there are significantly more people that want a PS5 mm-hmm. than those who have them. Correct. And there are a shit ton of people who, if they could, would buy one now. I think... Honestly, so I think a big portion of it, one, is when we see the numbers, the sales numbers on the scalped purchases go down. And honestly, you, there's a way to keep track of it in a sense. as a sample size, really. So like every day I'll go to my friends list, see who's playing what. And the surprising number of people I see that have PlayStation 5s on there is astounding. I'm surprised with how much, how hard and how difficult it's been. The people I know that have PlayStation 5s, I'm like, oh, wow, I didn't realize they had one. Huh, well, now they got it. And the list is growing. I saw two new people with PlayStation 5 playing online the other day. To be fair, though, a lot of people probably see me online saying that I'm playing PS5. Well, these I are, do not have it. Well, PS5. these are people like I, I know. So, like, these are people I know on Twitter who have tweeted, I didn't get a PlayStation 5. And then I see them playing for a few hours, like Spider Man Miles Morales. Well, that's, that's the thing, though. Well, you're right. I also don't have a PS5, but I'm playing the PS5 at your house. I, I get that, but these are so. people I know who, like, I've actively talked to. Two, I like, I know they're not going anywhere. I know they're not having going over to someone else's house to play it. Like, I can say for a good 98% chance they are they got one, especially after the holidays of Black Friday, this, that, and the other, and other restocks that it's been there. So I think, especially as more and more people get consoles in hand. PlayStation will then be able to keep up. It's the same thing happened with the Switch. The Switch was in t- was extremely hard to get a get a hold of when it came out. But as more people were purchasing it, and there were still people scalping consoles then, 
I don't know the number of people scalping. I imagine more people were scalping them then as they are PlayStation 5s just because of how cheap they were. 300 bucks compared to four to 500. You're able to scout more. Depending on how much money you have available to purchase, you can purchase more Switches compared to how many PlayStation 5s you buy. So people were buying them. Well, but I mean, if they just broke a sales record for the fastest selling console. True, fastest selling. Yeah. I, I, I get that. But I mean, at the same time, like just a matter of like the idea of purchasing, con- like as, I, as consoles end up in more hands, which over time they will, you'll see stores keeping more in stock because mm-hmm. people have it. So I don't think it'll be a terribly long time. I think honestly by spring next year, this won't be an issue. I full-heartedly expect that because now that PlayStation has an idea of the demand. Because one, I wonder how much of this is one. They said all year, this is not going to be affected. The PlayStation 5 launch will not be affected by COVID. Manufacturing not being affected by COVID. This, that, and the other. How much of this held back, how much of it through scalping, and how much of it with PlayStation holding back reserves for whether it be defunct consoles they had to repair, this, that, and the other. How much of it is it them generating hype? Because we've seen it. We've seen it with numerous things. We saw it with fucking Amiibos that limited numbers were sent out just to generate this increasing, increasingly high demand. This is no different. I fully expect I that. I don't think... I, I think the scalper issue is not manufactured by PlayStation. No, I don't think that's manufactured. I okay. think PlayStation not manufacturing a lot of consoles. Like, to, for them to say, like, we are sold out everywhere... No one has I mean, them. They manufacture 2.1 million. That's true. At least. And, and I get that. But they're also projecting, like they're saying, our numbers will project. We expect this number. I can't remember the exact number offhand. We expect to sell through this much by this first fiscal year. I What I'm curious about is after Christmas, mm-hmm. I'm excited and interested to see the the number of systems sold, like the, the exact number from PlayStation. Mm-hmm. And then that compared to the number of active users on PS5. Yeah. Because that will tell us what percentage of people actually got their hands on consoles. And that'll tell us how many they manufactured, how many were available. It will tell us how many people actually have them and are able to use them. That'll tell us how big of an issue the scalper thing was and is. Uh, Well, I think the scalper, again, I think the scalper thing as an issue is an issue. I don't think it is a very... Because this happens, again, I, I think the idea of, like, it's happening with PlayStation 5 right now, and the reason why it's so up in the air and why it's such a conversation starter is because it's either going to be a PlayStation 5 or an Xbox that people are scalping right now. Just because of the time of year it is, it's a new console, it's out. This issue happened with Nintendo Switches. It happened. Maybe not this, maybe not to this number, but it happened. Yeah, but I and people were I pissed. think that this is, yeah, the same thing happened, but this problem is getting worse each time, and I think that this. But how do we know it's getting worse each time? We don't know how many switches were scalped. We don't know how many switches were scalped, but I mean, at the time we were also working in a retail store, we could keep track of, you know, what systems were coming in, and switches were easier to find than PlayStation Fives were. True. So. The problem is worse. Well, I don't know. I don't know if they were easier. I think it was. You could be patient with it. You could give it a couple days and get hear about a switch being in stock. So it was easier to find. Well, I don't think it's easier to find because even then, I think because with the they PS5, were reportedly... I think we have we have an interesting shitstorm with the PS5 launch because of 
COVID plus scalpers. Yes. And that has made the situation all the more exacerbated because most of the systems sold have had to have been online. And it's yeah. so much easier for First, people to just have a bot buy up right. things. And that, I think, is why this is a bigger issue now than it has been. Right. And unfortunately, as long as we have more of a reliance on online sales of consoles, unless there's a solution, I think that this problem is just going to get worse. Uh, for, for more like higher-end or limited launch products in the future i don't so i don't think when it comes to when it comes to limited things with consoles like consoles technology specifically i don't think think it'll be be as increasing i I think one like you said the playstation 5 issue is definitely a result of the current environment because of everything being online because like the reason why it was easy to find switches is because you go in switches because you could go in a store and there would be like the people at Walmart who have no idea what the fuck they're doing and they're like, oh yeah, there's a whole entire fucking thing in the back that we didn't have displayed. That would happen. Well, so but, it, but even then, so I think I think with the Switch issue, I think while they were, I don't want to say they were easier to find because you could call a store and say, hey, do you have this in stock? You don't have to check online. You can check online, you, you do all this. I think the Switch problem was a matter of more were being shipped to stores. So yes, you'd go two days without finding one. You could go to a store and hope you get one, and that was the option. Whereas this, that option now is taken away. So exactly, yeah. I don't, I don't think it's, it was easier to well, necessarily that's, that's find one. That's what I'm one. saying. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, I get what and you're so, saying. I'm just saying and so I don't it think was easier to find one because you could walk into a store. Well, I think the but idea now of, because we can't walk into a store and those are being taken by bots. Yeah, it's, it's impossible for you know you and me. I mean, for me. <laughs> <laughs> well, even so, now, because I looked for an extra PlayStation 5. Because yeah. I have numerous people reaching out to me like, hey, we can you were, get one? We were both there on the phone, refreshing pages. Mm-hmm. And we could see them, and then they were going away immediately. And it's all because of the, the fucking bots. Now, if we could go into a store, if, if, I mean, PlayStation specifically said that they weren't sending them to store because they didn't want to uh, kind of fuel the pandemic at all. Uh, so they were, they were actively limiting the um, the stock of systems in retail stores and making it specifically online that is something that they were actively doing they are they are they still are and <laughs> I don't think I don't think that was to drive up demand I think that's because they you know because of covid and to uh, probably go along with certain stores because it would probably be difficult to orchestrate with different stores well so at the same time though so like let's that. let's take it back to Black Friday 2013. Okay. PlayStation 4 just launched maybe two, three weeks prior. I remember specifically working at my GameStop store, because I was in Louisville at the time, being told that, like, company-wide, stores are going to get an allotted number of this console, and that's it. Mm -hmm. So while the numbers shrink, like, this year it was only two consoles per store, at a minimum. Back then it was 20. That's a big... I, I I didn't say it was different. I didn't say it wasn't different. I'm saying that the idea is still there. Granted, again, it is a victim of the environment. So yes, you're right. They're also they're gonna do this because of COVID. They don't want to drive a bunch of people going to stores or getting this console. They want people staying home. But at the same time, I fullheartedly believe would they still restrict the number of consoles being allowed in stores on Black Friday this year? Maybe not just two, but hell yeah, they would. Yeah, and I'm not arguing that fact. Yeah, I'm just saying that this problem that has existed in the past mm-hmm. is worse now. 
I think it's worse now due to the environment. Again, I think when things, whenever it happens, lighten up and people are more frequently in stores, it won't be as much of a problem. Yeah. Yeah. So but I don't. As long as as long as people have to rely on the online sales of the system, mm-hmm. we are going to be at the will of bots. And I and that is I, even then I don't necessarily know if we're at the will of bots as so much as it is because again people things will adapt retailers will adapt to this issue hopefully I, I think as long as they care but I I feel like they don't as long as they make the sale That's I the think problem. they will if they realize if it takes one it only takes one if one retailer says we've got this program in place to stop bots and this that, and the other to filter out the trash All right, transactions. Come on, Sam's Club. Yeah, like I, I think it takes because doesn't Sam's Club have the because you have to sign in with the membership? It's on certain it's items. They did to, for the PlayStation Five, and then so did Myers. Okay. I think as long as that protocol is in there, that there's things are in place for it, you'll see things stagger off, and retailers can do that. And I think they will care because people will start going. It takes one, and again, if that one person says, oh. Well, I can go there because I know it's less chance of bots happening and getting it because I know their stuff is in place. I'll go and I'll buy it from there. That Not only do you win that customer for that one product, chances are you've won them to buy other stuff. Like I know anything I buy is going to be limited or limited supply, this and the other. I have a better chance of getting it there than the other guy. It just sucks that it takes time. It's, it's true. It does it suck that it takes time. I would, I would rather be in 2013 time with uh, you know, like a significantly higher chance of stumbling upon a ps5 see the only well even when i got my ps4 mine was a return mine was like i was i didn't buy a launch console i got mine a week and a half later because no stores had any in stock no one had gotten any a guy just bought one from another from another gamestop store like somewhere in ohio Mm -hmm. and said i'm returning it didn't like it can i just i'm getting rid of it i want to return it exchange it out for something else and we let him, I can't remember why, it was like a service issue or whatever, but we're like, yeah, sure, okay, I'll take care of it for you. So we did, and I bought that one. And that was the only place in the store, like, console I saw in there for another week. So I was like, oh, okay, yeah, sure, fuck it. <laughs> so I, I, again, I think it is, while this year is exacerbated because of everything going on, mm-hmm. I think we'd still see this issue happening. Well, of course not, we'd not, still the, see not the heightened numbers, yeah. but I think, again, I think in, I'll say March, March or April, um, this will be forgotten. Here's hoping. I hope that I have a PS5 by then. In the meantime, fuck scalpers. Yeah, definitely. Don't be a scalper. Don't be a dick. And that was another episode of Dual Sense. <laughs> yeah, thank you guys for listening. We appreciate it. By all means, like, review, comment. Well, you can't comment on this, I don't think. You can, actually. If you go to mtfproductions.com, you can comment under this episode hey there you go and then we will see it and Uh, subscribe yes subscribe review turn on your alerts do all that um and if you leave a comment on the article then we will see it if you have any specific topic or thing that you want to say relating to playstation or video games just let us know and it's probably most definitely going to be on the show at this point at least yeah i would imagine so. Um, and if you don't feel like commenting you can send us an email at be more than friends at gmail.com And we will see it there, too. Yeah. So, yeah. Do all the things. Oh, and go to mtfproductions.com slash donate to maybe send some dollars our way if you appreciate us. Link is in the bio. If we have any any value at all to you. Yeah, seriously. Think about the funds. The more you guys send over, the more we can do to spruce up the show. That gives us more money for resources and production things and just all-around comfortability with the setup. 
Yeah, we just recently got a second mic, and that's that's made things sound a, a little bit better, mm-hmm. I think. So imagine what else we could do. Exactly. Just imagine. We could have more ASMR episodes. We don't need ASMR, ASMR episodes. We don't need it. No. No. Send your like the more we we should have set up we should set up like a donation meter once we start seeing donations trickling in, and let people know what these funds are going to. Like if we get to a certain benchmark, we start doing video, or okay. like certain things. I think that'll drive, and I think people will be like, oh yeah, we want to see the guys, we want to see the goofy looking motherfuckers doing this podcast, see what they're talking about, you know? Like let's see it. All right, that's a good idea. Yeah, so we'll set up a thing. I mean, obviously, I don't think we should strive for it right now because if we get ten dollars in two months, it's not going to mean much. Well, first but. goal, uh, if you get a hundred dollars. Then you will get to see Alex in a reindeer costume. That's nope. That's not happening. First one hundred dollars. I already have the reindeer costume. Just send the one hundred dollars. You will see Alex in a reindeer costume. You will not. It's gonna happen. Nope. There's no way to know unless you send the money. That's true. Just understand that I'm not wearing the reindeer costume. You wouldn't wear a reindeer costume for fifty dollars. We split it fifty fifty. So one hundred and nope. I'll wear a reindeer costume. All right, well, you do it. You offer up your body for reindeer costume fetishes. All right, $100, I will wear a reindeer costume. $200, Alex and I will wear a reindeer costume. $500, we will wear the reindeer costume. Why is it 100 bucks to wear a reindeer costume? Hold on. $500. (laughs) Like almost four times the price of a costume. This is important. $500, and me and Alex will wear the reindeer costume. At the same time. What do you... Like, we'll wear the costume... Simultaneously. Like, in the same costume? Yes. No. Same costume. No. You wouldn't do that for $250? No! Fucking weirdo. Why are you charging people $250 to wear a reindeer costume? I'm not, I'm not charging everybody $250. It's just... We just need 250 people to send in two bucks. Why can't we just say, like, hey, we'll get a decent streaming capture card or camera... Because that would make sense. People care more about the reindeer costume. Not for $250. If we said 50 bucks, I think people would do that. All right, 50 bucks. That's fair? I think 50 bucks, we'll put a photo up of someone in a reindeer costume. Okay, 50 bucks and Alex will be in a reindeer costume. All right. You heard it here first. I'll agree to $50. $100, I couldn't do that to you guys. These are economically hard times, okay? I'm not crazy. All right, there we go. There we go. All we need is $50. Mm-hmm. All right, until next time. Oh, and we're going to have the the video, the Game Awards. That's true. Um, Game Awards episode's going up. Did we decide? Have we given it a firm date? Yeah, December. Is the one I told you? December 4th, the episode's going up. (laughs) I couldn't remember. (laughs) The episode will be up where we give our predictions on who will win the Game Awards nominations, like each category for the most part, and why. Yeah, and that's going to be a bonus episode. A totally free bonus episode. Yeah, next time it won't be free. Uh, yeah. That's right. Charging you most. See, we're giving you all these free things. Yeah, toss us a dollar. Shit, you can give me a penny if Just, you want to. Yeah, well, I don't... Does it let you do a penny? I don't know. It might be a dollar. You set it up, not me. <laughs> you well, don't it's, know. You know, it's through Squarespace and some other thing. Oh, I mean, they may charge you. Like, essentially what will happen is, like, if we get donated a penny, changes are we pay we more. Money. Yeah, we owe money okay. on don't, that penny. Don't send a penny. <laughs> At least make it a dollar. <laughs> All these, we suddenly get like so many donations of a penny. And we just have to ding, 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 ding. Uh, Jeez, that'd be awful. You can set a minimum, can't you? To prevent that? I think it has a minimum. I just don't know what the minimum is. I think it's a dollar. 
think okay. it's a dollar minimum. Donate whatever you guys want, okay? It, by all means, we, we would totally love and enjoy your support. Until next time, goodbye. This episode of Dual Senses was produced and edited by Stephen Morrow. Dual Senses is a product of More Than Friends, a platform for independent creators. You can support this show and others on www.mtfproductions.com by clicking the donate button. Join us next week for another episode, and thank you so much for your support by sharing the show with friends, donating, and rating and reviewing the show on Apple Podcasts. Also, remember, if we get $50, Alex is going to wear a reindeer costume. And this is exactly what the world needs right now.